Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm going to talk about the dark side of statins. So Lipitor, a member of the cholesterol-lowering drug class of statins, is the number one top-selling drug in the United States. Statins have long been hailed as protective against cardiovascular disease by lowering cholesterol levels. But these popular drugs are not without controversy. So statins block the production of cholesterol, but in the process of doing so, they also block everything else downstream that gets made by that same pathway. This includes all cholesterol-based hormones, which include the sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. It also includes the hormones produced by the adrenal glands, cortisol, aldosterone, and DHEA. Statins also block production of CoQ10, one of the most important nutrients for mitochondrial support, the powerhouse of your cells. Since every cell in your body, except for red blood cells, rely upon the mitochondria for energy production, this has far-reaching implications. They block the production of vitamin D from sunlight as well. Vitamin D is critical for immune function and also correlated with many other important physiologic functions, not the least of which, for the purposes of this discussion, is protective protection against metabolic syndrome. Statins also block production of bile acids necessary, necessary for absorption of fat and maintenance of the microbiome. Cholesterol itself is also a major component of cell membranes, along with phospholipids. Cell membranes are critical for the health of the cell, allowing transmission of signals such as insulin, for example, or neurotransmission in nerve cells, as well well as letting nutrients in and letting metabolic waste out. So given these effects, the best known side effects of statins are predictable. The most common is certainly muscle soreness, ranging from mild to severe and affecting some 10 to 15% of statin users. The primary cause of this is likely mitochondrial dysfunction secondary to low CoQ10. Since the heart is also a muscle, statins have been associated with cardiomyopathy, leading to heart failure. This effect is reversible upon discontinuing the statins and initiating CoQ10 therapy. So all of these, by the way, are all, there's, there's studies linked for everything that all of the, the statements that I'm making here. In the in the show notes, in the article from the show notes, um, it's also now established that statin therapy increases the risk of type two diabetes. Though there is some controversy on whether this has to do with the specific statin or the dose, one study states that mechanisms involve decreased insulin sensitivity and secretion and increased insulin resistance. I suspect statins may cause this due to decreased testosterone in men, since low testosterone is associated with insulin resistance and metabolic syndrome, as well as due to lower vitamin D production, which is also critical for metabolism and poorer insulin signaling secondary to lower cholesterol levels to form healthy cell membranes. Another study demonstrates an association between statins and neuropathy, though this is controversial. Other studies have not demonstrated that effect. It does make sense, though, again, since decreased cholesterol production will lead to less fluid cell membranes, which could impair transmission of nerve signaling. Statins have likewise been associated with cognitive impairment, probably for the same reason, though studies conflict on this side effect as well. So do statins actually protect against heart disease? We might be able to make a cost-benefit argument for statins despite all this if they still dramatically lowered the risk of cardiovascular disease and mortality as heart disease is still the number one killer in America. But do they? 
The risk for type 2 diabetes is especially concerning here since diabetes itself is a significant risk factor for heart disease. Even WebMD.com writes, statins raise the risk of diabetes in the same number of people who might avoid a first heart attack or stroke on the drugs, and they don't lower a person's overall risk of an early death. What's more, studies show 140 low-risk people would need to take statins daily for five years to prevent just one heart attack or stroke. So the concerns stack up from there. Another study suggests that statins may be causative in coronary artery calcification from several possible causes, the inhibition of synthesis of vitamin K2, necessary to put calcium in the bones rather than to allow it to deposit on the arteries, and the inhibition of glutathione peroxidase production, which is necessary to protect the arteries from oxidative stress. Another study shows no correlation between LDL-C, which is the LDL concentration levels, the calculated bad cholesterol, and cardiovascular disease in the elderly. There is little difference in risk between those with high or low levels and even some association with increased longevity in those with higher levels. Does this suggest that the obsession with lowering cholesterol levels might be misplaced? Another study suggests that this might be the case. It showed that 75% of patients who had a heart attack had normal cholesterol levels. Clearly, there's something else going on here. So what's the real culprit? Cardiovascular disease is a real threat, of course, but it appears that the ver- at the very least that a focus upon lowering cholesterol alone, independent of other, ris- of other risk factors, is not the answer. Elevated cholesterol can be a sign of the problem, but it isn't usually the problem itself. The real culprit is whatever is causing the damage to the blood vessel lining in the first place. In far more cases than not, the constellation of causes are all part of metabolic syndrome. Even if cholesterol management is a part of a larger treatment approach, there are better ways to do it than statins. So I will link in the show notes to all of the studies that I've mentioned, so you probably are going to want to go check those out. And uh, thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.